Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Home Podcast. My name is Taya Luku, your host on this show. Do you know that getting married to the absolute love of your life does not guarantee you a life of unending happiness? Truth is, you can very quickly go from deliriously happy to miserable and frustrated. But you don't have to. And that's where this podcast comes in. On this show, I'll discuss real issues couples face on the journey to finding happiness in marriage. And I will also be sharing great tips that can help you intentionally create the marriage of your dreams and build a truly lasting happy home. Follow me on this journey. Please stay tuned. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Happy Home Podcast. And as always, I am your host, Tai Aluko, bringing you another instructive and informative episode. Now, as you already know from the title of this episode, we're talking how to spice up your marriage. And what is that leafy green vegetable that is key, essential and very important for spicing up your marriage. You know, this episode, I have to give a shout out to my coaching colleague and friend, Coach Sonia, the strategist, because the idea behind this episode came from her. I got invited to speak in her clubhouse community. And then I just thought, why not make a podcast episode out of what I shared? And so that's why I'm doing this episode today. So Kutshonia, you are the brain behind this episode. Thank you so much for the idea and the inspiration. So I'm talking how to spice up your marriage and what that green leafy vegetable that you absolutely need is. I will be revealing the vegetable soon. But let's first look at what that word spice means. What does it mean to spice something up? Simply put, to spice simply means to add flavor to something. Spicing up could mean that you are making something taste better, or you're making something more interesting, or you want to add excitement and spark to something that is perhaps mundane, or boring. Now, when you look at it in the context of marriage, it would therefore mean that you're saying that you want to make your marriage more exciting, you want to make it more interesting, maybe your marriage is getting boring, and you want to add some ginger or some spark to it. So that's really what spicing up in a relationship would look like that you want to make it more interesting you want to make it more exciting you want to add ginger or spark to it now you know the thing is all of this is very good but i always say the first things first first things first because there is no point adding spice to food that is going bad there's no point adding spice to food that is stale, that is going bad, or food that is even bad already. Because spice can't revive it. 
spice can't revive it. What do I mean by this? Now, one of the things that I've discovered with marriage, as I work with couples, particularly young couples, is that if the marriage itself is not healthy, there's no amount of trying to spice it up that can solve underlying problems. Except, of course, what you just want to do is to continue to patch up issues. And trust me, patching up issues is never the best way because the issues that you can't patch up will still haunt you down. They will show up, whether in the long term, whether in the short term, they show up. And so before I talk about spicing up your marriage, I'm going to talk about four things that are absolutely necessary to keep your marriage healthy. In other words, before you talk about spice, ensure that your marriage is healthy, ensure that your relationship is healthy. And I'm sharing four things today which are necessary to keep your marriage in that healthy state so that we can then begin to talk about spicing once we know that we are in healthy relationships. But the thing is not to go from a state of unhealthy to healthy. If you are in an unhealthy one, you can't do that. But it's even better to keep your relationship in that perpetual state of healthiness. You know, they say prevention is better than cure. So let's prevent it from getting to unhealthy and then begin to start to cure it when we can keep it in a state of healthiness. And so what are these four things? I call them kale. And kale is that leafy vegetable, green, that you need to keep your marriage healthy. Kale is a superfood and it's packed with several health benefits, some of which we probably already know. There's so much information about the benefits of kale that you can find on the internet and Google is your friend. We know that it's good for blood pressure. It's good for for keeping us, keeping our immune system boosted. It's good for so many things. And so what is kale with regards to marriage? Now, kale for me is an acronym that I coined to represent four things that are essential to keep marriage healthy. So kale is an acronym in, in this instance. And the kale simply stands for K as kindness. A stands for the word appreciation. L stands for the word like. E stands for the word encourage. And that is the kale. Now I'm going to break down each of these words or elaborate on them as the case may be. Scientific research tells us that when it comes to relationships, what helps relationships stay healthy What helps relationships be sustained over the long time? Two main traits, two crucial traits, two vital traits. The first is kindness and the second is generosity. And so today I'm talking about kindness as the first word in the kale. And you know, Dr. John Gottman, if you've ever heard of him, He is a psychologist who spent several years studying relationship. He's got a relationship lab. He works in conjunction with his wife, Dr. Julie Gottman, and they've done so much research. 
on how to keep relationships healthy, how to sustain healthy relationships. And they tell us from their research findings that kindness and generosity are crucial. And so kindness is key. If you talk about spicing up your marriage, sprinkle kindness everywhere in your relationship. So, yes, what does kindness mean in a relationship? doesn't mean that you become weak. It doesn't mean that you become a dish rag. Kindness in a relationship simply means being generous, being thoughtful, being caring, being compassionate, and being supportive to your spouse or partner. Kindness means that you are consistently kind, that your attitude, your behavior, your speech consistently is flowing from a place of kindness, that the things you do to each other, the way you talk to each other is laced in kindness. And, you know, what that therefore tells me is that When you are a kind person operating from a place of kindness, then you are quick to avoid using unkind words. You are quick to avoid um, acting out on kind behaviors. Anything that will jeopardize the state of your relationship, you avoid it because you are practicing kindness. And you know what I found? Kindness is sexy. Kindness is sexy and kindness beautifies. And so with your words, with your actions, with your attitudes, you are constantly being kind to your partner, to your spouse. And so it simply means that if you are going to spice up your marriage or your relationship, sprinkle kindness everywhere in your words, in your behavior, in your attitude, in your thoughts towards each other and watch kindness do its magic. Because honestly, kindness is magical. Kindness brings out the best in people. Kindness is key. Kindness is a big deal. Now, moving on to the second alphabet, which is A, standing for appreciation. You know, it's the simple things that are taken for granted We get so used to each other that we begin to take one another for granted. And what I call C-finish enters the matter. And what is C-finish really? C-finish is really familiarity. Or should I say over-familiarity. Anybody who's been married for any length of time will know that the more you spend time with your partner or your spouse, you become so familiar to the point that The things that used to excite you about each other are no longer a big deal and you begin to take each other for granted. And that's where appreciation becomes so important because it's an antidote for the C-finish syndrome. Appreciation is an antidote for over-familiarity. It's an antidote for you taking each other for granted. And that's why when you're constantly appreciating yourselves, what you're doing is creating an atmosphere where each person remains with that feeling of being valued. 
you know, you're constantly saying to this person that everything that you do and I see it and I value it and I cherish it and I appreciate it. Everything that you are, I cherish, value and appreciate. That is what appreciation does. So yes, appreciation is definitely a necessary ingredient or spice that keeps your marriage in a healthy state. Don't stop to appreciate one another. Don't stop to appreciate one another. It is so, so important. Now, moving on to the third thing, which is the L. And the L stands for like. In other words, couples need to actually like each other. You need to actually like yourself. Now, look at it this way. Why would I want to spice things up with somebody I don't like? So before we talk about how to spice up your marriage, you have to talk about the fact that we have to even like ourselves. And that's why it's important to like your spouse, like the person that you're with. You may not always agree. You may not always see eye to eye, but you can deliberately decide to look beyond their flaws and genuinely like them. And you know, one of the easiest ways to like your spouse is to see them with the eyes of God. You know, when it comes to our relationship with God, there's so many things that we do that God is not happy with. There's so many things that we do that God does not like to see us do. But you know what? God separates our actions from us and God loves us with an undying and everlasting love. There's nothing that we can do to stop God from loving us. And so if you look at it that way, what you're saying is that there is nothing that your spouse can do to stop you from loving them. To get to that state, you separate their actions that you don't like from them as a human being. And then you say, I choose to like you even when you do things, even when you exhibit behaviors that annoy and aggravate me because I am separating the two things. When you like something or when you like someone, then it becomes easier to want to spice up Trust me, you will not want to spice up anything with someone you don't like. And so you can choose that I will like this person regardless. You have the power to do that. And liking your spouse, I'm not even talking about love now. Liking your spouse is so important. Now, the last alphabet that I'm talking about in the kale is the E for encourage. Now, when it comes to marriage, let me just say it as it is. You have one role, one duty, one function. Chief encouragement officer. You step in to the office of chief encouragement officer. Both the husband and the wife should be to each other chief encouragers you should be each other's chief hype person encouragement is key 
you know but what i find is that and i'm also guilty of it and I, but i've learned a lot of as i've journeyed along in marriage is that a lot of times we fixate on criticizing we fixate on judgment and blame so when something goes wrong in our relationship we begin to criticize, we begin to point out everything that is wrong. We kind of seem to notice what is wrong more than we, you know, notice and are grateful for the things that are right. And so my husband doesn't do something the way I want it done. I start to criticize him. I start to judge him. Meanwhile, the ones that he's doing that are pleasing and good, how much have I encouraged them? encouraged him for those things and beyond all of that how much do i encourage him even in his journey of life and so what i'm saying is that you know the e is important because we need to move change shift our focus from blaming and judging to being each other's encouragers always always encourage things that might seem mundane encourage them their achievement encourage them even when they are struggling with something and their your, your your partner is struggling with something and you're there you see them the way they are getting better it might be little baby steps celebrate and encourage encouragement is so important so important now so that is the kale the kale is a necessary ingredient kindness appreciation liking each other and being each other's chief encouragement officers so important once you are then sure that you have kept your marriage in a healthy state using the kale then we can then now talk about the things you can do to keep things to keep your marriage you know interesting to keep your marriage gingered up i like to use that word ginger to keep your marriage from becoming boring to keep your marriage from going stale there are so many things you can do but first things first you know laying that foundation of keeping it healthy using the kale is key and then when we then now talk about what are the specific things you can do you also must find out what works for your own relationship knowing that whatever not everyone enjoys the same things and not all relationships are the same so you must know what you both enjoy sometimes we find that with couples what i enjoy might not be what my husband enjoys but if we go through a list of 10 activities we should be able to at least pick out three things that we like to do together and so that is finding like areas of commonality finding common ground and even when you find that you don't always enjoy the same things, then you can always say, let's make allowance. Okay, even though I really don't enjoy this activity, I will do it with you once a month. Or I'll do it with you twice a month because of the fact that I want to be kind to you. And because of the fact that I like you and I'm invested and committed to this relationship. And so know that. Even though we might not always enjoy the same things, we can still find common ground and we can make allowance and sacrifice. And then also note that not all relationships are the same. So don't go comparing your relationship with someone else's relationship and saying to your spouse that, oh, these people do these things for enjoyment. Let's also do the same. You sit down with each other and discover 
what it is that you like to do, what gives you joy, what gives you a thrill, what makes you happy, you know, discover those things and then do them for the good of your own relationship, you know, very important. So when it comes to spicing up, I would also say that you need to be intentional and you need to become creative because things will not happen if you don't deliberately make them happen. And that's why having a plan is important. Planning is not boring when it comes to marriage. Planning is actually essential because that's when you become intentional. So I'm just going to quickly run through a few things. Some of these things you probably already know. And so the first one on my list is scheduled date nights. And date nights could be anything. But the, the key thing about date nights is that you are spending time together without distraction. So the date night could be happening in your home. But if you are the couple who has little children, ensure that your children have gone to bed so that they don't distract you. The date night could be you going out for a meal. It could be you going out for um, to watch a movie. It could be you going to the beach. But the, the principle behind the date night or the... Um, I'm looking for a word. I can't seem to find it. Words seem to just be, you know... But whatever, you get the idea. The whole essence and the point of a date night is that we get to spend quality time together. So... Schedule date nights and make them memorable. So it's not so much that you're scheduling a date night, but you're making every date night memorable. So in other words, you're creating memories. And the beauty of creating memories is that we fall back on them. We fall back on them and they help us in seasons where we may be low or struggling. So that's the first thing when it comes to spicing. Now the second thing I would mention is Schedule spa dates. You know, when I was talking about this in Clubhouse, you know, someone said, what if your husband is the type that doesn't like to go to the spa? Well, if he's the type that doesn't like to go to the spa, then you just have to work with what you have. So that might not be the best, you know, thing for you to do, but you can go on your own. And what it does is that when you, if you like it, and you go to the spa and get your massage or whatever it is that you do when you get there, it puts you in a frame of mind where you are relaxed, you are calm, you are happy. And so you are in a better place. And who benefits when one partner is in a better place? The other partner and the home. So if both of you like to go to the spa, schedule spa dates, get it done together and make it memorable. You can decide, okay, for our date night, we'll go and watch a movie. We'll go to the spa first and go and watch a movie. Or we'll go to the spa first and then we'll go and have a meal. You can combine the two together. Then also, travel together without the kids. And traveling together doesn't mean that you have to go get on a plane. You know, all of these things can be done based on your budget. I know of couples who just leave their house and check out to a hotel for the weekend. If that's all that you can afford to do, if all you can afford to do is even just, you know, say, oh, can we leave the kids with you and then create like a travel experience in your own home, that is also good enough. But there's always something that can be done 
that is also budget friendly. So the idea is even getting you in that frame of mind. Because trust me, when life starts to happen, we very quickly get sucked up by the happenings of life. We get consumed that we forget to become intentional about our relationships and actually plan to spend quality time with each other and create memories. Now, the fourth thing I have on my list is just talk. Just sit down and really, really talk, you know. Get into each other's soul. Have like, you know, not about, not facts talk now. Emotional talk. Just sit down and talk. Have a quality conversation. It helps you to feel, you know, emotionally connected. It helps you to bond. Talking is great. So just sit down and talk. Now, the fifth thing that I've written down is make a point of duty to celebrate occasions. Make birthdays an event. Celebrate them. The cards, the gifts, whatever it is that you like to do. If it's Valentine's Day that is big for you, do Valentine's Day. But make it a point of duty to celebrate occasions. And then the last thing that I'm going to talk about, which is really key and important, is that you feel good about yourself, feel good about your relationship because if your energy is low, you're not going to want to do any of these things. So it's important that you feel good about yourself. And beyond feeling good about yourself, it's also important that you feel good about the relationship that you have, the relationship that you're enjoying. This is really, really, really important. How you feel about yourself and your relationship. So important. Okay, so there you have it. How to spice up your marriage using the leafy green vegetable called kale. When you put the kale in place, kindness, appreciation, like yourselves, constantly encourage yourselves, then the atmosphere in your home is one that is super healthy. And then whatever you put on top of that beautiful atmosphere that you've created, what do you get in return? A marriage that is not going stale, that is fresh, that is interesting. A marriage that is full of life. An interesting one where there's harmony, there's peace, and both of you are so into yourselves. And you're so connected. That's the beauty of the kale. And so that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it. And I hope that you have learned a thing or two in this episode. Thank you for listening. My name is Taya Luko. As always, God bless you. And bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Happy Home Podcast please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, or Spotify. Check out my website, www.tayealuku.coach for other great resources. You'll find the link to my website in the show notes. You will also want to get my happy home affirmations. These are eight powerful audio affirmations that will completely transform the energy in your home. Link is also in the show notes. See you on the next episode. God bless.